Hey everybody, welcome to We Could Talk About This All Day Long. This is episode 13. I'm one of your hosts, Kathy, and I'm here in person again with Lauren. Hey Lauren. Hi, it's so great to see you. It's amazing to be back in person together. I think it's been at least five or six weeks just with uh, you not feeling well, then with my road trip and... Oh, weather, I think, had us not be meeting in person. So this is super exciting. We're in our fancy studio, which is not fancy at all. (laughs) It's just a room in my home. And one day we will have some exciting new equipment to work with, but all in time. Yeah. All in time. So we could talk about this all day long as a podcast project of Lauren and mine, where we simply talk about topics that are coming alive for us in our daily life. And so while we have a long list of subjects we are excited to talk about, oftentimes, and that's the case this week, we come up with a topic because it appeared, essentially. Mm-hmm. It it showed its face in our lives, and we thought, huh, let's kind of talk about that. And I don't know about you, Lauren, but when that happens... Then it shows up everywhere. Yes, definitely. <laughs> then I hear it in conversations among friends or the reason this sort of struck a chord this week, and I'll tell you what it is in a second, is I saw um, someone else's Instagram that I follow and she had a kind of meme about it. And I texted Lauren and I said, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. And what this is, is the whole notion of holding less tightly or... Hang on loosely, and then that old song comes in my head, but we can't play it because we don't have the rights to it. But you all can imagine. Uh, So that's what we're going to talk about today is hanging on less tightly or holding less tightly. And it turned out after last week's episode, and that's what we're going to kind of get into first and then just keep meandering with this subject, that Lauren and I both had opportunity to practice holding less tightly. Lauren, you want to start and kind yeah. of share what came up? So we recorded last week. Kathy was still on the road, and I was not feeling well. And I think it was the next day. It was We recorded on a Friday. Saturday morning, I woke up. I was feeling much better And I just thought to myself, oh, no, (laughs) I don't think yesterday's episode was, I just, I didn't feel like I was in a good place when I recorded it. And I was like, I don't know how people are going to respond to this. And so I texted Kathy and I said um, something about that. Like, I'm not feeling super great about Uh, this week's episode. By the way, it had already been posted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I did that quickly. (laughs) Yeah, which was great. (laughs) And then Kathy had the same feelings, it sounded like. Yeah, so um, I was on the Oregon coast at the time, and by that point, uh, one of my really dear, dear friends is like a sister, had come and joined me, and we were doing, um, exploring and hiking around the this area of the Oregon coast and it was just unbelievable like 
really standing before the power of the ocean and listening to the roaring ocean mm. and um, feeling its mist and and this is an example so I was holding on to the same thing like I when we sat there apart on that Friday of last week I didn't feel in the greatest place either and I felt quite not fully resonated with myself so I finished that episode with you and that was a case where I'm like oh I wish I talked about this oh I wish Mm -hmm. I talked about that now Lauren and I could have absolutely re-recorded we both said to each other ah Let's let it go. I already posted it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't give us a chance to cancel it, but we could have. I mean, we could have just right. said, oh, here's part two. And we kind of leaned into the other and just said, nah, let's let it go. Because the reminder for me, I can tend to work on things till I think, Mm. dare I say the word perfect, and that's something I'm really backing off of, really in the last couple years, is this idea of getting it all right. Mm -hmm. And it's, when I say practice, I mean it is practice. I'm not there, there's no silver bullet of I've reached the peak. Right. It's just like, (laughs) oh yeah, let it go. It's enough, it's good enough. (laughs) I am enough, I'm good enough. And... So we helped each other with that. I'm not going to say it wasn't. It was hard. Yeah. we. I mean, we both just didn't feel great about what we'd put out. But I think that's kind of the whole purpose of this podcast yeah. is kind of grappling with these things yeah. and practicing those things. And yeah. so it felt, in the end, it it was a difficult decision, but it also felt... Like we were really doing the work of what we are always talking about. Yeah. And that's just like one sort of tangible example. And Lauren, I think you said something important and that is, you know, why are we doing this? And the reminder in that on that last Saturday was you're not doing this for getting it right. You're mm-hmm. doing this as an experiment and as fulfilling a passion. And The other thing that comes to me in this moment is it's about these little moments that comprise this larger goal of ours. And there's always going to be ups and downs and ebbs and flows. And so the irony is I'm standing there before the ocean, like letting that sink in. Mm -hmm. It waves go in, waves come in, waves go out. And Everything is moving. Everything is changing. And that's what leads us to talk more about that today is this idea of not holding on so tightly to really anything. And listen, I know that may raise up, well, I hold on to my family tightly. Yes, I understand because that love is huge. Still, we can't control it all. Mm -hmm. And how we practice some of it's letting go and maybe it is letting go maybe it's just just holding loosely hanging on loosely holding less tightly everything that feels so precious Mm -hmm. 
Well, and it's interesting because I just, I feel this a lot in that every moment I'm in feels so big and so momentous and permanent. Will you say more, like describe that? Yeah, so in so many different facets of my life. So one example is like with um, when we were talking about callings when we first started this podcast and I was like, I am so sure that I am not meant to be a teacher and that I am meant to open my own counseling practice. And now just, I don't know, months later, it's it's back to being a little bit more uncertain about things. And in the past, I would have held so tightly to that and made sure that I did everything, quote unquote, right to get to that point. And now I'm just feeling like, okay, some days I feel that calling really strongly, some days I don't. And also I still have two years left in my grad school program, so there's no reason to be holding on to any of those ideas so tightly. And the whole reason I'm getting this particular degree is because it'll open up so many opportunities. And so I also don't want to hold on to one idea too tightly. I want to be open because when I hold on to something too tightly, I close myself off to other opportunities. Yeah. And I want to be open and because there are things that could pop up that I didn't even know existed and I want to be able to grab onto that, you know? Yeah. You know what you're reminding me of? So I told you all <laughs> when I was in the closet in Oakland <laughs> two weeks ago, and wow, this time fly. So that's another example because that trip was so rich and I can't hang on to it. I'm right. back. And I'm going to actually, yeah, so two things I want to share. That's what's fun about doing this is <laughs> we, we are in the moment. Nothing is scripted. Yes. And when I was on that trip, I felt... A lot of freedom. Um, I was gifted a wonderful... Well, I earned vacation time, but I, I truly, like, I did what my phenomenal boss asked, and I did not work. I did not check in after the first five days. And I loved the idea of no plans and, you know, making a short drive long by stopping and literally just stopping and looking at the ocean and breathing it in or whatever it was. The day in Oakland turned magical where I got to go to Santa Cruz and I think I've shared this in Berkeley and hear climbing lectures that were so inspiring. That's for another episode. Mm -hmm. Anyway, when I landed back here um, and Monday was my first full day back, what I honestly felt and experienced and friends were, how does it feel to be back? And I thought, I don't know. (laughs) I knew enough to ask myself, what am I experiencing emotion-wise? And what it was, was anxiety. Mm. And anxiety we can think of and label as sort of, oh no, anxiety. I mean, I know I can. But that day I just said, so what? So what? And it was an 
you know, I thought, I don't have to make so much meaning out of this and a declaration about it and hold on to it so tightly. And so I just kind of let myself go through the day feeling anxious. And I did ask myself, well, what are you anxious about? And it's this unknown of everything. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, thank goodness I have so much gratitude for a great job. And that's there. And this home. And what came to me is, wow, I nothing's permanent. In other words, I can go change my perspective anytime. Mm-hmm. I am not tied to the ground. I have responsibilities and I can be in motion. Mm-hmm. And the idea of the anxiety though, or I think as I dug deeper, it is about, I don't know what I'm doing right now. And it's the way I describe it is a wild wide open space where I really, I don't know much. And for me, who likes answers, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> like asking questions, this is a tremendous exercise in letting go and not having to make sense of anything right now. And it's not filled with joy every moment in that way because... And yet I'm like, this is where I talk to myself aloud and practice the empathy of like, you've got this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard to feel uncomfortable, Kathy. And you're here. And so backing up to when I left three weeks ago today, Mm -hmm. and I told you guys in the closet in Oakland that that first day was so serendipitous. I turned on one of my other favorite podcasts, (laughs) The Robcast, And he was talking about paradoxes. You know, I shared this, but the second one, which alone I probably am not articulating as well as it could be articulated, but I'm going with it. The idea of knowing yourself, you know yourself. So when you talk about the school counseling and originally it's like, this is it, this is it. And I know that feeling, I'm doing this. Yes. (laughs) And then opening up to, well, I don't know what any of it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. And so as I reflect on that podcast, it's a really great name. It's called A Pair of Doxes (laughs) about two paradox. And this idea of knowing ourselves so well, and then when you know yourself, well, I know I can do this. I know I can do this. I know I'd be great at this, et cetera, et cetera. And then kind of clearing that away I don't know what's next Mm -hmm. I don't know what I want to be good at I don't know what I'm good at next and not having to be good at it which is like what we're doing here it's like such a joy to sit here with you that's what matters to me and I just thought so just be in a little discomfort with anxiety Because what I don't want to do right now is fill space with, oh, I can't feel this way, so I'm going to fill it up with this and this, and I don't even know what those thises are. Right. (laughs) But, like, I just did things of, I did a little zoning out, 
I read a lot. I was going to ski, but I couldn't face wind chill factor up at the mountain. <laughs> I don't blame you. Or I chose not to. Um, and just thought about being with this. It's from Pema Children's book that I've talked about when things fall apart is being with this middle space and being willing to kind of be in motion and be with the idea that nothing is permanent as much as I want it to be. And I know I'm I think shared with Lauren before this that I had an experience a couple nights ago. It was late afternoon, and I was working on a photo project which had me going back and looking at photos from the last, oh, probably two or three years, and finding so many of my dog Biscuit and videos and my cat Sasha, and oh, I got so sad, like a wave of grief just flooded me it didn't even wash over me it flooded me mm. and even in that I was like oh man pain is hard you know it's like I'm not wallowing and I'm recognizing this hurts mm. it hurts and also reminding myself in that moment you don't have to hold on so tightly to it yeah you can just be with it right now let yourself cry which I did mm-hmm. um reminisce about these amazing animals that I was so fortunate to have in my life and not push it out Mm -hmm. but let the wave go out naturally yeah those kinds of losses are so hard and I think especially feelings of grief you think at some point like I'm over this and that's part of impermanence because yeah it'll hit you again when you least expect it and um we were also talking I mean to go along with that we were talking about nostalgia and how that often becomes a place that we can hold on to tightly because whatever it is whether you're looking through pictures of pets or just thinking about how things used to be in different areas of your life and just that those are feelings of loss too, even if someone or something isn't actually gone, but just that time is gone. Yeah. I find myself holding on to that a lot too. Yeah. The nostalgia is a big one because there's sweet parts of nostalgia. And then I can imagine, well, I know it can all from experience hanging on too tightly to these memories of what was, no matter how long ago they were, like it's they're all, it's gone. That time is gone. And I think there's a place for sweet memories for sure. Definitely. And then, like you're saying, is letting go, not hanging on so tightly, let them wash in and wash out. Mm-hmm. And it's the word for me that comes up is too is this is about not having well it's about not having control but more so recognizing there's nothing to control yeah that's nothing, hard it's it is hard <laughs> there's nothing to control though mm-hmm. i mean there's intention and there's commitment and 
putting, you know, working hard at your work or showing up for your friends or, of course, showing up for my daughter, showing up to take care of my home. You know, last week I had this aha about, gosh, in some areas of my life, I'm not such a committed person. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, I do see that. You know, it's for me, it's like the waves. Like I come in, I go out. I do show up, though, in these other areas with full intention. It's just the idea, though, that goes along with we can't control anything. We can try. Yeah. (laughs) And it's funny because I have been having these conversations with my sixth graders recently. And I mean, I do feel like as a teacher, I definitely experience imposter syndrome, especially when I'm talking to kids about stuff like this, because I'm like, who am I to (laughs) tell when I have no idea what I'm doing? (laughs) But we have spent a lot of time talking about what you have control over, which is not very much, and is only internal. Right. (laughs) And it's... it's so hard, obviously, when you're 11 or 12, but it's so hard now. Yeah. It's so hard now to not, to kind of let go of what's happening externally. And, I mean, this is maybe also separate, but just the taking things personally of what other people are doing um, and letting go of just that that has anything to do with you you know a lot of times what people other people are doing or projecting is kind of what is happening in their own world and not holding that tightly internally yeah and we don't even know what it is like (laughs) I just finished this fantastic course uh, leadership course called dare to lead and um, so which is the work of Brene Brown we were taught by a certified Brene Brown facilitator, Dare to Lead facilitator. And uh, the last, and I've, well, I've listened to the book, so I've read it (laughs) through audio. Um, And I highly, highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. Because we're veering off for a minute, but I'm going to say it. It's like to lead others, you have to lead yourself first. Mm -hmm. And when we like that whole idea of I know I know what she's thinking right now I know she's mad at me right now no we don't no we don't and a helpful tool um, that I learned in this is the story I'm making up yes and it I have said it probably 20 times this week one of the things (laughs) was before a meeting I was having and I was actually right it was something very positive but it was it was right, and I was like, oh, dear. So, <laughs> so, But no, so many times we, you know, I said, oh, I'm making up a story that. Mm-hmm. And it makes me laugh sometimes because I was like, you have no idea, right? And it's exactly, I mean, it does lend itself to let go of these hanging on so tightly to what we think we know. Yes. Because we don't know a lot, and I think how much more delightful this could be right now with me feeling like I don't know a lot 
about my environment right now because a lot has changed. Like, you know, getting back, it's like, oh, I, I know my animals have been passed away, but just not hearing their little pitter-pats on the floor having been gone a while. Yes. Yes, I know they're gone. Right. It's, but like, not knowing how I want to express myself in my life coming up like new way you know new creative activities or physical activities or spending time and and I just like you don't have to know today you don't yes. have to know anything and you don't have to hang on to this idea that everything has to be in place mm -hmm. and it's like all these emotions that are coming in and out let them just come in and out. It's not grabbing on to one of them, like joy. And knowing that I could feel joy 24-7. <laughs> no, Probably I'm not, not going to. <laughs> I don't roll that way. And it's not real for me. I mean, I, I'm not making grand statements. They're true for me. Yes. And what I'm learning. Yeah. And I think the joy one, the ha like societally it's so pushed on us like to find happiness yeah. to figure it out and then to just be there yeah and it's just like that is not a thing yeah <laughs> and when you're thing. in a hole let yourself be there till you p I always picture being submerged underwater like having um well it did happen to me I have capsized in a oh, canoe gosh. and <laughs> trusting that you're gonna pop up mm -hmm. and I know it takes some effort to pop back up of okay let me do some nourishing things like cold water cold mm -hmm. dipping cold showers they're good for the inner soul you know and you said something so important it's like what we can control is our responses how we're behaving how we're treating ourselves mm -hmm that we can control but life and this when things feel shattered they as Pema says when things fall apart they come together they fall apart again they come together and right there that's impermanence yeah and I have to have this conversation with myself daily right now it seems me too me too I mean I really with like the health stuff which I don't want every episode to go back to that <laughs> no but it's um that because it's been very up and down like now I'm feeling fairly good and I try not to hold on too tightly to that because then I I'm in a constant state of anxiety about like when am I going to feel bad again and I need to do all these things now that I'm feeling good um and so that's been yeah, that's a daily thing of practicing, like, just moment to moment, this is how I feel, the next moment I might feel differently, all of that is happening, Yeah, <laughs> and it is okay, and yeah, just like the waves coming in and out, like... Yeah, and I think it also plays into, as I was just thinking about this episode, and, you know thoughts going through my mind and my body is just this idea of it also to me has to do with sticking with yourself yeah. and being willing not to run when it 
feels challenging mm-hmm. or anxious or lonely or sad or even happy like allowing the happiness to be there come in go out and I think the preciousness of especially with nostalgia we can I don't know about you Lauren but I can make it more than it was totally <laughs> yes I'm really creative that way yes and those were the happiest days of my life <laughs> exactly it's like well yeah let's I mean maybe they were but they don't you don't know that yet no and so then it ties into like also for me not hanging on so tightly is being open to what we again to what we don't know and that possibility that we have no idea that's out there exactly and if I close off and just hang on so hard to what I thought was going to be or hang on so tightly to sadness even Mm -hmm. or loneliness it's like well, let it flow in, let it flow out, let grief come in, let grief go out. Let the good feelings come in, let them go out. It's all impermanent. And what's coming to me is like, it's just experiencing and allowing ourselves to identify, not run away from it. Identify with, ah, this is what I'm experiencing in this moment. Be curious about it. What's that about? Yeah. And then let it go out. It's like being that idea of having your observational self and like not overly identifying with the thoughts and feelings that come through, but just, yeah, being curious and observing them and thinking like, oh, I'm experiencing this right now. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking back to the closet in Oakland, and I think that's where I talked about this, or maybe it was the solo one, I don't remember, but the idea that there's nothing to figure out about this. Like, yes, we figure things out. Problems, (laughs) Mm -hmm. challenges at work, new projects, sure. We figure out how to do a podcast. Yes. When I talk about these bigger things, it's like not over-massaging it and... Again, letting it flow, letting it flow without over-massaging. And it's this balance to me of intention, openness, curiosity. And, And in that, like under this for me, this visual of not hanging on so tightly. Yeah. At visual, let's hold on a little bit less tightly to this episode and this conversation and call it. A- Thanks for being with us today, everybody. And we ask kindly that you help us spread the word on We Could Talk About This All Day Long. Share it with your friends. Share our posts on Instagram. Uh, we're certainly not begging, <laughs> but we're asking with passion. And that's only because we do want to grow this and we want to get it out there farther and wider. Um, so thank you. So as always, you'll find this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts later today. So whenever you listen to it, enjoy it. Be well. Thanks for being with us. Thank you.